Hello everybody and welcome to the 40 something podcast. My name is Vanessa. I'm one eighth of the 40 something podcast crew and I'm Stop today calling joined us a crew. by We are crew. <laughs> oh and God. today I'm joined by Tony, Nina, Hannah, and Melissa. She's running late, but she'll be here in a moment. Um, there's apologies from Shakira and Cherie. They couldn't make it. And also Michelle. And um, we miss you in spirit, um, but you're here anyway. So we will just continue. We miss you in physical, do you mean? Yes, physical. We know what you Make it make sense, Vanessa. Yeah, make it make sense. Please, please. Yeah, in the spirit, <laughs> in the spirit, in the spirit. Anyway, ladies, we've had an interesting couple of weeks, haven't we? We've come now out of lockdown. We're now in tier two. Um, they've miraculously come up with a vaccine. Um, Wonderful. I know. Mm-hmm. Mm. Great old Doris. He said he's going to take it live on TV. You Brilliant. Know is that really the vaccine or is it some water? Could Boris. be. Could be or it could just be the normal flu vaccine, to be fair, or whatever he's taking. Um, so, yeah, we've had some interesting times. We've had Steve McQueen with his um, mini series of, of... Oh, small acts. Small acts. Mm. Um, oh, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, and he's got his mangrove... Uh, Red, White and Blue and Lover's Rock. There have yeah. been some mixed reviews about Lover's Rock, but what did everyone think about Red, White and Blue if you watched it? I haven't watched it yet. Oh, yeah, I watched it. Um, yeah, I thought it was good, actually. Um, yeah, I can't really... That's, yeah. Yeah, they must I, have been I, brilliant. I, I, it was good. No, 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 not like that. I <laughs> no, thought it was good. It yeah. was a good watch, mm. but I'm trying to think of what I would... You know, you have to know the history behind it and blah, 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 blah. Mm, that's so true. that's... You know, but in relation to um, these programs coming on TV, which are you know on BBC as well at that BBC at mm-hmm. a good time, very a impressed. good time. Um, it's all about the time. time and uh, prime time, mm. and um, you know the representation of us on TV. Is, and Sainsbury's is, is my is new favourite shopping shopping place. <laughs> it's always I been will mine. be shopping in Sainsbury's from here on out. Love Come on Sainsbury's. now, and Waitrose. Never been in there, but we'll be shopping there from now on. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, so it's a good time all round, isn't it? Exactly. Mm-hmm. So what are we talking about today, Ness? Well, today's topic is about parenting, um, and we'll be looking at the differences between millennials and the Generation Z. I believe, Nina, you're in the millennials category. I don't know what the difference is. Explain. Well, I will tell you. Please. So a quick definition is a millennial was born between 1981 and 1996, so they're between the ages of 23 to 38. So we just missed that. Just. Oh. And then obviously, <laughs> I just, I mean, just. <laughs> it was about 10, not really. Three years. Oh, yeah, seven, eight, seven, five, nine, eight. Count. Really, you're seven, counting on your fingers. Seven, Let's stop there. Eight, four. Four years? <laughs> Quick maths, yeah. <laughs> and then we have Generation um, Z, which were born between 1996 and 2010. So. So it's the youths. It's the youths. It's the like today. A good 10 now, isn't it? They're not really youths. 2010. 2010, 2020. They're in their teens now, babe. My, my son was 99 and he's 21. So. I know. <laughs> Mass is not the strong point. <laughs> oh, God. So the main difference they said about millennials is millennials were nurtured by their parents. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were, they were built to be more confident and ambitious and they were nurtured by, the, by parents who didn't want to create the same mistakes by their parents. Whereas with the Generation Z, they said um, that they've been raised... Com- quite a lot on internet and social media um, and they've their, their belief and values are baseless I'm not quite sure if that's correct but they have like nothing can be known or communicated and maybe um, 
connected with extreme pessimism. I'm glad I said that right because I know you would have said, really, Vanessa, is that how you say the word? I don't know what you mean, Vanessa. <laughs> and scepticism, mm-hmm. if I said that right. Um, scepticism. <laughs> can't read. Um, so, yeah, so I don't know if, if that's an accurate summary of, of, the, of the two, but I know around this table that we all um, have children of different age groups. My little one is Alpha Gen. So there ain't even really a description for that. Mm. It's just she's one of the first generation to be born um, completely immersed in um, a digital world. Mm. Okay. So now she's got, I've got her tablet. So she she just touched the screen to read books now. It's crazy. So I hope she doesn't forget how to actually turn a page. Yep. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? That's no, but it's very true. Like, true. So I had to bring out the books as well and say, do you remember like we turn pages like this? Yeah. Just trying to swipe the book, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> no, she came, she went to my computer and touched the screen because it was touch screen. Wow. There you go. Jeez. But I do that. So what generation are we then? Generation can't generation us or we ain't got a title? Yeah, we do. Didn't we say that on one of the episodes? Called. Can't remember. Are we X or Y or Z? I don't remember yeah. what gen we are. But when we're, we're definitely millennials or Gen Z, that's, mm. that's one thing I do know. So ladies, is there anything that you feel you have any main concerns about the younger generation? But maybe around, I don't know if you see a difference between millennials and the Generation Z, but from your own experience, is there anything that, you know, you've seen that makes you feel a bit more concerned about how this generation is currently growing up? Do you know what I find interesting that my son's 21 and he sees the difference between the Mm. kids that are coming up. So my friend's kids that are like 10 and 7 and whatever, and he's looking at them saying, mum, they don't don't even play out anymore. He's noticing they don't play outside. He's noticing they're just on the computer all the time. He remembers having things like Action Man. We were actually talking about this the other day. Mm. Action Man. He loved Action Man. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm. He'd play with his little toys and, you know, think up scenarios in his head. They don't have that imagination anymore. Mm. Maybe they do, but it's all computer games. It's all kind of like digital, like you say, rather than, you know, playing. So that's quite interesting because I would say my son still had some of that. So I remember him... You know, loving um, Diego. That was uh, Dior, and he's Gen Dora's, Z, right? What, Dora's cousin. Dora? Diego. Diego was Dora's cousin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I think it's the cousin. I'm going to need you to stop hotting up the young man. He never used to play <laughs> no, with Dora. No, no. It, no, he learned how Dora, to speak I'm Spanish. Okay. It, because of yeah, because of that oh, program. Yeah. yeah, because of that program, definitely. Yeah. Um, so Diego and he had all the toys and the action figures and all the rest right. of it. And I think I think he got to maybe. I don't know, seven. And then it was almost like, Hi, hey, Mel. Mel. Welcome. Take oh, your seat. Welcome. Welcome. Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, T, carry on. Um, so, yeah, so I would say that he is, is probably one remembers that part and then the cartoons and everything else on the TV and now everything mm-hmm. is digital, like you said. Yeah. Um, games, mm-hmm. online you know, everything's online. That's that's what he it's knows true. now. So it's a bit, but he's probably got maybe, I don't know, maybe they're the last of knowing a bit of both. And maybe. playing out. How, how old is he? Out. How old no, is I'm he? thinking. 15. For a minute, I was like, what? <laughs> 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 yeah, no, yeah, because he'd be 16 very soon. So yeah. yeah, 15. So probably the last of that generation then, I'd say. That's yeah. mad, yeah. isn't it? I think that, well, my daughter, she's nine and... 
she loved Spider-Man. That was her thing. I don't know if you guys remember her and her Spider-Man outfits, but she was very much into Spider-Man, mm. very much into superheroes and had a lot of toys and stuff like that. And she used to she used to do a lot of playing in her room, kind of with her toys and stuff. And she still does some days. She doesn't feel, she doesn't feel like going on her computer games. Mm. She will definitely go upstairs and be in her room. And then I'm like, what are you doing? Where's your iPad? Like, you know, even me, I'm like, where's your iPad? I thought you want to... And she's upstairs playing in her room and she loves reading. Do you think so, that's a boy and a girl thing? Because I've noticed with my friend that's got a boy and a girl, the girl is more likely to play with her dolls and be imaginative and the boy's likely to be on the computer. I think maybe, but again, my little girl, she's really, she's not really a girly girl. She's really into football, right. she's really into mm-hmm. sports. Mm-hmm. She's really good at computer games as well. Like really, really, really good at picking them up. So um, I, don't, I don't know if I worry because she, I feel like she's got a really good balance. She likes writing things out and showing me her handwriting and she likes reading books. She likes listening to her audio books as well, but she doesn't mind reading. And if you tell her that she can't play her computer games, it's not the end of the world for her. Do you know what I mean? She can kind of... Mm. I don't really know if it's a boy and girl thing because she's, she's quite sporty. Mel, I just asked I just asked the ladies. Um, we just um, briefly touched upon what the differences between millennials and Gen Z. I think your daughters are millennials because the, the, the years of them being born were... Had to be around 81 and 1996. They were born, yeah, 96. Right, okay. So we were just talking about the difference between the, the two generations and what we think um, the main concerns are in relation to the younger generation. So now that you, everybody, well, I thought Nina fell into the um, millennials, but she actually, her son falls into the Gen Z. So from your perspective in terms of millennials, is there any um, concerns that you had when your, your daughters now, even at their ages now, um, in comparison to how we were growing up and then even the younger generation under them? Um, I think my concerns were like social media for them and um, the influences on social media. Um, So that was kind of my concerns with the girls growing up Mm. and also like body image Mm. and stuff like that because... um, it was, you know, you had to be skinny uh, to, or to kind of, you know, look a certain way. Um, so I think um, for me, it was about social media and me trying to kind of control that mm-hmm. as well <clears throat> with them growing up. So, yeah, that was more kind of my concerns. What age were they when social media came about? Um, I feel like social media is more of a newer yeah, thing. Th- um, they were about 14 right. when okay. I think Facebook, when they wanted Facebook, oh, Facebook yeah. and, um, they wanted to be on Facebook and I was like, no, you're too young. Um, but then again, peer pressure, all their friends mm-hmm. were on Facebook. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want to kind of like make them feel like they weren't normal and they couldn't, you know, um, be on, um, Facebook. So... I allowed them to go on Facebook when they got to about 15, mm-hmm. but I kind of managed it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I kind of had Facebook myself and I kind of obviously had them as my friends or whatever you want to call it. And um, so I was able to see what they were putting on um, Facebook and kind of manage it that way. And I kind of just made sure that they knew that they couldn't kind of, you know, be putting their body parts yeah, and doing yeah, yeah. certain pictures, you know, mm. that that's not the way to behave your young ladies, etc., etc. So, um, but I always had kind of like an honest conversation with them 
and um, you know, kind of explain to them how dangerous it could be as well. Yeah. So I think it's really about having, um, yeah, honest and a truthful conversation. So, oh, so do you think that um, parenting is more challenging now than when we were growing up because of the issues with like social media? And not just social media, but just how things are generally out in their outside environment. Do you think that parenting is more challenging? Well, I would say, I don't know, because we would have to ask like our parents or whatever, what their concerns were. But if I can think back to what we had to worry about, it would be we would have stranger danger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we had... Yeah. Um, you know, crossing the road and what else to be oh, and say Sorry. no to drugs. Yeah, yeah. what else did we, we have? Staying in my mum's sight when you're playing out. You can't just be. Running. I don't want to say this, but in my area, it was the NF. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> that's, right. but that was a genuine right. yeah. concern. So now, yeah. so now the concerns are. I don't know for me anyway because I've got the teenage boy. I would say my concerns are okay. So we've got social media concerns, nudes, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. receiving or sending. Mm-hmm. Got that. Um, we got girls, so then, but we got girls that maybe um, honey trap mm, yeah. as well. That's one thing. Then we've got boys, so we've got friendship groups, mm. knowing the difference between different friendship groups. Then we've got grooming, but when I say grooming, it could mm-hmm. be of a sexual nature, but mm-hmm. also to be in a gang. Mm-hmm. So there's different sides for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, then I've got police. Yeah. Mm. So I've got all of those things to consider now. And I suppose, I don't know, we're all female in the room, so I guess it may have been a bit different for us, for our parents, and maybe if there were, I don't know, like, you've got brothers, so how, do you get what I'm saying? In that relation, in that situation, it could have been the same. Same, yeah. But I feel like now, I've had to arm him with a lot of information very soon, like, sooner than I would like to have mm-hmm. done it, because of social media, mm-hmm. because of the fact, like you said, peer pressure, giving him access to maybe it was probably Instagram and now it's Snapchat Mm -hmm. Um, and making sure he knows the difference of what is right and wrong, what you see, what you don't see and looking at things from a, a, from a, like really having a better understanding of certain things. And if you don't, if you see something and you think, oh, whatever, you know, make sure you come and talk to me. I think it's just trying to have this open thing because at one hand, my son will talk to me when he's ready. He'll come and tell me anything. Another side, it's really secretive. Exactly. And it's really difficult to have that that balance because I feel like I'm just a cool mum. I feel like I'm down to earth. Think you come and talk to me. You are are cool. Yeah, we think very cool. We think she is. So yeah, so cool. No, but in terms of, I think that I'm quite, you know, just down to earth, and I feel like he can come and talk to me about things, and I won't fly off the handle because Mm -hmm. I think we quite experienced a certain things are quite knowledgeable so it's like you know it's not, I don't think you can come and tell me anything that's going to shock me mm. I think so mm. I feel that was a difference between our well my parents anyway something that Mel said about having honest conversations because I felt like I didn't I couldn't go to mm. I felt that they were very secretive about their lives and what they were doing and I couldn't yeah. ask them about their lives and it was very like we are the adults and you're the child mm. oh, okay. um, and I've tried to kind of change that with my son um, in terms of I want him to come and talk to me and, um, yeah, just be able to say he's got a girlfriend or whatever. I could never have said that to my mum. Mum, I've got a boyfriend. She'd hit the roof. <laughs> Should we ask you where your books are? She about boyfriend? Yeah. <laughs> where are your books? Literally. Yeah. I think so, that, for me, growing up, um, again, like you, Nina, my parents were, weren't the most open when it came to talking about serious things. I remember me and Vanessa, we'd mm-hmm. done a song in a studio called... Um, do you remember... 
I want to make love, love to you. To you. Like, yeah, my mum yeah. nearly fainted. When she, <laughs> but I, we wrote the song, and yeah. I don't think we thought think anything. We didn't think Did anything you know of it. Make it love kind of. Well, not really. No, I mean, I'm, well, you at played that time, it. I didn't play that. For I played that for my mum, and she was just like, "What the hell are you people doing in the studio?" So what age three? Oh, let's not worry about that. It was about 15, 15, 16, yeah. 15, 16. 15, 16. But it wasn't that I was that we were out doing that. Don't tell my mum. <laughs> but it was just that was the song. So I think that. Now, even with my little girl, she's only nine, but I really try to talk to her about lots of different things, like when it comes, because she does have access to social media. But I think and I you have to. It's not even just mm. about that. And it's, it's about the, school. Yeah, and, it's, well. and yeah. It's, it's the fear of like just her getting, you know, like on social media, the same dages that we had when we were playing out are there, but now they're hidden and yeah. you can't see these people. Mm. And if and you I don't teach them, someone else is going to teach them. Absolutely. And the wrong, and the wrong thing, way. The wrong yeah. thing. Sometimes. So like, just, and we have to monitor her stuff, you know, like she's not really that type of child anyway, but you know, like you never know. You know, like there have been times when we've caught a, a cheeky video, something about kissing on the whatnot. And I absolutely <laughs> no, 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 no. And she knows, like, because today she came home from school, and she was like, "Oh, you know, um, my teacher said that he's gonna, um, we're gonna start learning about sex education in May." So immediately, my mindset was, <sighs> "There's nothing about sex as a nine-year-old that you need to know." Mm-hmm. Actually, the only things that you need to know are about what's not supposed to be happening to you at this age. So yeah. my concern is like, what exactly? So D was saying teaching, to me. Yeah. Sex education is mainly about teaching them about their bodies at this age. It's not. Mm. When you hear the title sex education, it sounds like they're going to be saying, and then the man puts his willy in, and then it's I definitely did not have that Did we? Oh, I had it at school. Did you? My school was a Catholic Victorian school. We were told everything everything but about the pleasures of sex, trust me. Just the science. You scared. You were to run. We didn't even have that. No. Yeah, we went to all-girls school as well and we didn't even And our lady sister John was not here for it at all. Sister Sheila was not here for it. No, we got it. But like I said, the certain contraceptive that we were shown were... Look, that they had it in a box, which was basically a lock and key. I think me and you, I think the most that we had was maybe in bio. I I think I remember we had one sex education class with that chemistry teacher, the guy that went out with the history teacher. Oh my god, exposure! Yeah, Yeah. Miss, miss, no, 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 let's not do that. (laughs) Put you up, no, but um. No, but we, I think we had one lesson in the chemistry and it was the, the chemistry teacher and we were very baffed as to why he was taking the class and we had like, uh, they showed us a video, very non-connecty to whatever was yeah. happening. Victorian. And that was kind of, that was kind I of it. I think I blacked it out. And we probably were talking in, we More probably than were talking in the back, no to be fair. To be honest. Did you, did you guys, did you have sex education in school? To be honest, I can't actually remember. <laughs> I really can't. I, fe- I think if yeah. you did, you would have remembered. I didn't. Yeah, I, I just, maybe yeah. it, it didn't happen. It was my mum that told me about it. Oh, my mum my mom never spoke to me about sex. Did. It was awful. I was in the bath. I'll never forget it. It was about the birds and the bees. It was literally. literally. You know how animals. <laughs> so how did you have that conversation with your son then? Um, I didn't. <laughs> I got his dad to do it. I'm a chicken and his godmother, one of his godmothers was like, I'll do it, I'll do it. So I found it so awkward. awkward. Wow. Really, I don't know why, um, but yeah, I found it really awkward. I, I, think, well, I gave the girls a book. So yeah, I, I gave a them a book um, and it kind of, you know, taught them about their body parts and the changes, etc., etc. And then it went into you know, sex. And um, then I said, you, you can read that. And then if you've got any questions, <laughs> come and tell me. Yeah. You know, I just, yeah, I couldn't do it. But do you think it's just about, are we just mainly concerned about raising the kids and like how how open the world seems to be about sex and stuff like that? Or are there other things like, 
I There's loads of things to worry about. Yeah. So mm. it's, it's about where do you start? Do you know yeah. what I mean? My, sometimes my anxiety levels, as you know, go through the roof <laughs> and certain things because, you know, you've just got all these things to worry about. Mm. And I don't know if my mum and dad had to go through that level of worry. They probably did, but not as much as... I, I mean, because we didn't each, have... It wasn't relative, each, isn't no, it? But each generation go through right. their stuff. Mm-hmm. So I remember the things that my mum tells me that she had to go through in terms of, like, um, when she was growing up, they had a lot of pressures from growing up from different groups, um, mm-hmm. not accepting them, and then mum going to school and being, like, one of the only black children at school and having to deal with that situation. Right. So there's lots of things that she had to go through as a as a teenager, I would say. Um and then, yeah, so then we, I mean, I don't know, what what, what did we have? Like I think, I but said, we looked out for each other. I think that was that was one of the things, like... No, no, no. Do you know what it was? Mm-hmm. We was parented by other people's parents on the street. There you go. That's very oh, true. We were yes. frightened yeah. of being caught by someone else's yeah. parent. And Vanessa, do you remember? We was on the 48 bus and I was shouting my telephone number up the stairs. <laughs> and my number, shouting it, because that's how I'm a bad girl like okay. that. Shouting my, t- did the person, some African lady that was sitting downstairs from Sierra Leone, didn't know her from Adam, phoned my mum's phone. Shame. To tell her that I had been shouting the How number up the stairs. she know who you were? She didn't know who she I was. She just, maybe you looked she's, like she's, her. She didn't know who I was from anywhere. What she, she said was, no, no, no. She your daughter, you. your daughter was on the bus, the 48 bus, oh. shouting her telephone number up the stairs. You need to tell her not to do that. It's very dangerous. Licks, straight. <laughs> <laughs> straight, straight, straight. So we, we looked at um, influences, um, some negative. Are there any positive influences that you've seen in relation to um, your parenting or to others that you've seen have strike a balance? Are there any tips or to say that you have found over the course of the years that have helped you with your parenting style and to grow your relationships with your children? I didn't understand that question at all. Sorry. One more time, Vanessa. I would okay. just say, just um, again, what Melissa said, is yeah. just be honest and open with them. That's the only That's the only way I've found to have a good relationship with my son. Can I ask a question within a question? Yes. Sorry. Yeah. Do you find, though, that you do too much talking now? No, I, I, you I don't. don't. No. Because my mum says to me that I do too much talking, mm. whereas they were, I guess mum was able to say one thing whether it be yes, no, mm-hmm. to whatever arts, and that was it. Mm. Whereas now there'll be a pushback, yes, like, but yeah, yeah. or no, but. Oh, so I it's see more what you ex- mean. explanation behind why yeah. you're saying yeah. no to something or whatever. So yeah. no is no, isn't it? But do you, Should do, you be. do you think that the kids? Because my because obviously not, my daughter's nine, so to her no is no. But I'm, I'm could imagine when she's she's you very wait. Very, she, but she is very kind of. But you said the other time, but you said, Push and I'm boundaries. like, I'm your mom and what I say goes. I'm a singer, by the way. Oh, have, I said that? <laughs> have I said that yet? Oh, but I think you do have to explain some things. It can't always be no, because I, I said, said so. no, because yeah. I said so. But I think you do have to be like, well, this is the reason why. Because I, I remember the girls always wanted to be like going to sleepovers and staying at, so staying at, um, their friend's house. Oh, why can't we sleep over at Blah Blah's house? And I was like, no, you're not sleeping over there. You're, you know, and they were like, but why? So you're I just had a bad to. Bad mum, aren't you? You're just yeah, a horrible I was person. Just a horrible, just trying to stop them having fun. But I kind of had to explain to them my reasons why um, I didn't want them to be just staying over at their friend's house and I didn't, I don't know their parents, mm-hmm. et cetera. So I had to explain it to them. So I think 
some things you have to explain, not everything. Mm. And I, I think, think that's, within reason. I think that stems from the fact that our parenting styles is going to be very different to our parents' style. Because my my parents were very much no with no explanation, yeah. or you get licks if you answer <laughs> if you ask. <laughs> end of discussion. Yes, so know. whereas now, because some of us may have experienced that, we will do more talking. Whether that would be to the detriment of the child thinking I can push more boundaries and asking, we understand what it's like to not have a and voice. Yeah. So we we will try to have an equal balance. I mean, do you think that trying to understand our kids? Be it teenagers or young adults, is possible? Or do you sometimes feel it's like raising a toddler again, especially when they go through certain phases in their life? Because I know right now, with my daughter, who's pushing two, that's a that's a different mind, minefield. I and never had terrible twos with mine. But there's just the under... Well, yeah, no, she don't understand. And no is her favourite word right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I didn't have... See, so I don't know teenagers yeah. do that if they go revert back into like a toddler type mode where they're just, just doing whatever they like and they, they do what they want they to do. They do go through a stage like maybe 14 to 16, I think I'd lost my... I was like, no. Oh. <laughs> he was just the worst person ever. And yep. then someone said to me, I can't remember who it was, they were like, he'll come back, he'll come back to you, he'll come back to you and now he's just that's yeah, what everyone really, keeps telling yeah. me so I'm, wait, I'm wait, just keep waiting be patient <laughs> wait? keep patient oh, a little bit more <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It, it 14 comes back to around. 16 yeah. I'm so I get my anxiety I'm so scared because my daughter me and I have a really great relationship and I'm so worried that if she I just don't want her to get to like 12 and be like a cow she will she because will. I don't want to she will kills the relationship secondary school Hormones, slamming the door. Yeah. Not in my I house. Yeah. Pay a bill and then She'll slam the door. to give you head to the side. And she can, and no, no, just slap her to the left. And <laughs> <laughs> rolling of the eyes. My daughter used oh, to. That was gosh. that was one of my daughter's favourite thing to do. Rolling her eyes. Does she roll them in your face, or when she when you just looked away and you can see the roll? She know? rolled them in my face one time, and I think that was the last time she done it. That's <laughs> the last time she saw, isn't it? Her <laughs> eyes. <laughs> are, <laughs> her eyes are now. <laughs> On the floor. Still swollen. Bird box. (laughs) (laughs) That shit's too funny. But I've got, um, so I've got a stepson um, and he is 15 now. So that is a different experience from when I had my girls at that age because there's a lot of hormones going on. Really? Yeah. Do you think more so with boys than girls? From from what you've seen? I think they're, well, I find him, he's a little bit more secretive. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, I don't want to expose him too much, but <laughs> we found certain things on his phone and, you know, that he shouldn't be looking at. And um, but, but then when yeah. is the time for them to be... Like, why, why are you going through his phone? He's 15. <laughs> he's 15. I'm not going to lie, yeah, I went through my son's phone when he was about 15, 16, and I had a heart attack Mm. and never again. And I've always said after 16, he's an adult, so I'm not going to invade his privacy. Sorry if you're listening. (laughs) But when, when are they, but this is the point, like if, if you are open and having those kind of conversations with your child about, you know, things that you should and shouldn't be looking at or whatnot, when is the, when, when is the appropriate time for young adults, I suppose from 15 to look at, because I mean, no, when it's not it? even that. It's not even that. I think as a parent, you just don't want to even be thinking it, yeah. about that factor. Yeah. So when I went to sorry, son, when I went to clean, <laughs> I was say his name for a minute. When I yeah. went to go and clean his room, 
And I'm seeing one bag of tissue. Oh, tissue, oh, tissue, no. tissue, tissue, tissue. Go away. Go away. I don't want to hear no, it. No, no, you can't. No, no, you can't. No, no, no. The reason why I said this, I said this to somebody. And I can't remember. No, no, no. I said this to someone because they have a... Oh, who did I say it to? And I said it to someone. And I said... Just wait for the tissues. And they were like, oh, oh my God. And I said, I, yeah, I never God. experienced it. My son, he's, love you. I've never Well, maybe seen he was just very anything. tidy. He threw them away. That yeah, was all away. Tidy. Flush them down the toilet. Whatever yeah. you're doing, keep tidy. doing it. Tidy. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to see that. Just, it's a lot of stuff. It. You have to say, and I was, and then I phoned his dad. I was like, yeah, you need to have a conversation. Because <laughs> I can't. Just <laughs> Emotional. Oh, it's a lot of stuff. Oh, wow. It, it is. is well, yes, it's very normal, <laughs> but, but it's a parents, shocking for parents. I think it's a bit yeah. awkward. Yeah, yeah, me anyway. Sorry, sorry, son. Again, sorry. <laughs> Thank God sorry, for sorry. the girls. I can't. I cannot. I well, I godsons and nephews. I can't. So, is there a, is there a, like a quite a distinction between teenage girls and teenage boys? Yeah. So I know you mentioned that you know but, he but, had. Your your stepson's got like a lot more hormones, but what was it apart apart from that? What was it that made you see a clear like difference? Um, I think just in terms of that, he's it's hard to get stuff out of him. You know, he's very. Um, I mean, I don't know if that's just him, but you know, like trying to sit down and have a conversation with him and find out what's kind of going on because he might come in and he's a bit moody and it's like, oh, what's wrong? What's been happening? And it's very hard to get it out of him he's quite more he's kind of like he's very not quiet but I think he doesn't know how to express his feelings very well does he do it at some point though or eventually eventually he does but it's like trying to get blood out of a stone it's It's, age yeah so I think that it's definitely his age and obviously like I said um yeah found certain videos that um (laughs) But and, that uh, social media—that's what social media is full of. You just got to go no, on no, Instagram. No, he, he was looking for it. Okay, tried in the search. Okay. So, um, sorry. So, okay. So, so, ladies, we do have a thing with social media, but do you think schools also need to have um, better relations with parents just to ensure that students maintain um, a better more compasses or do you not think schools should have any responsibility and it just lays with the parents because once your child goes to secondary school I know this they change mm-hmm. and I know the influences with friends but then do you think schools should also try to keep um, a little bit more tight fist they used to when we were in school there was a lot you couldn't get away with when we were in school in comparison to I don't know maybe now I heard some stories the other day um, from my stepdaughter about things that were on other students' phones and what students were taking pictures of themselves. So, there's a, yeah, we didn't have phones like that, so the accessibility mm. things were different. So mm. Do you think schools need to step it up a little bit or do you just think it should lay with the parents? I think that there should be, there has to be a level of this is school, this is not where you come to find your girlfriend or your boyfriend. Mm. Like So there has to be, like, when it comes to phones and all those kind of things, I would I would hope that the secondary schools in particular like have a handle over what goes up because no you don't, they don't I, w- I would hope that they do if they find it I suppose so mm. in the beginning I think possibly with phones then phones weren't allowed in the school so you'd have the phones were um, you know they need to be switched off in your bag and that's it now a lot of the homework and everything else is on the phones so yeah, it's encouraged because yeah, yeah. sometimes in the day I will get a message from my son. I'll be like, why, is, why are you on your phone? Oh, because you're doing some calculation or you're doing whatever. It's, it's okay to have it in the classroom. So I feel like that right. just encourages 
a lot. It's around. I don't know if you know if like, if an incident happens at school, or they you know if, you know they they send out bulletins on the phone. Yeah, they do. Like they do. I mean, the school for me anyway is pretty strict. You know, you can they heavily use. Yeah, so I think that in relation to um the phones being used at school, I think that I don't know, what what can you do about mm. it? It's part of their it's part of them, it becomes part of their it's that digital age it's again, a digital as age, said, isn't yeah. it? So we cope without phones. So. And also the, the the massive lockdown that happened since March, a lot of nine nice classes were on Google Classroom, so she's got she has to be on the internet to go and access the classes and I suppose it's being used as a tool on one hand mm. and then on the other hand, how do you monitor the tool that you're giving the I kids just, to learn from? Yeah. You know, like Yeah. So how do you monitor phones and then how do you monitor their friends also? Because their friends also have such a huge influence in the way that their core values could change or just the way they behave. And there's this 24-hour thing, you know, like they can post things and it's down in 24 hours. So, you, so a lot of the time you can monitor it, but they might have posted something that you'll never know about because it's gone up and gone down. Mm. Like Why? Snappy Chat and... Yeah, just going to back chat. to what Vanessa said, Snappy Chat. What's it called, Snappy Chat? Snapchat. Snapchat. <laughs> um, yeah, my son, when he started secondary school he actually told me like a few months in that he had picked his friends so he wasn't just um so he was looking for friends that maybe had the same morals as him the same interests as him and he actually said to me mum I saw this guy and I thought oh he's good and blah 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 blah." and I like basically went up to him and so he actually picked his friends like nice friends that he Mm. thought that he could get on with I was really surprised and proud about that because Mm. you know sometimes you you just it's who you sit next to in English or who you're kind Mm. of thrown together with yeah and sometimes you know that doesn't work so and I think that sometimes as well um depending on what your child's like they like to be liked or they like to be in a in a in a group that seem to be like the popular group popular group or whatever Mm. and so sometimes but if the popular group might not be popular for the right reason so it's like where do you find the Mm. balance of kind of being within that Mm. in that group because i mean yeah depending on what group were you in when you were at school that's true. There's a lot of I think it's hard for, I think it's hard for schools to monitor <laughs> Melissa's that. Melissa's laughing a lot. I wasn't in the popular group, but I wasn't in the the non-popular group. I was in floating in the middle somewhere. We, we ran the school. We ran the school. Is it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we, like, we, yeah we ran we our did, school as well. We really did. But I used to say to the girls, um, what was it? Show me your friends oh, and gosh. I'll show you me. Right. Mm. So I always used to tell them about that's that a good one. All Birds the time. of a feather flock yeah. together. Right. That so, is so true. And I remember there was a <clears throat> one time we had a that they had a Halloween party. And that's a good thing as well. Make sure that you're for me, like always have your children's friends come over and yeah. kind of get mm-hmm. to know them so you know mm-hmm. what kind mm-hmm. of people that they're moving with. Yeah. So we had a Halloween party for them and yeah, that was an eye opener for some oh, of them. Really? Yeah, Were people skinning hard? No, not working. in your mum's house. Stop that. Right. So and there's that thing as well, like you know you remember going around to your friends. Skinning wow. out <gasps> you're kissing no, no boys. No. Like my <gasps> nephew at the time was about I don't know he must have been about 12 and he was in his element and he kept coming auntie auntie that girl she kissed about three boys <laughs> wow like, well she's gonna get a coleslaw <laughs> so that's not that's what she coleslaw. should be doing right? <laughs> so you know I 
then there was an incident with a particular girl and um, she got quite drunk. I don't know how she managed to get alcohol into the house, but she did. And I had to sit down and have a conversation with the girls about it and said that, you know, if you were somewhere else and that girl could have put you in a dangerous situation. So you need to kind of figure out who you're moving with and who you're hanging around with because they can put you in a situation that you can't manage. Mm, true. So, yeah. Do you think parenting could ever feel lonely yes. at all? Yeah, completely. I mean, for me, because I was quite young when I had my son and nobody around me had children at the time. I think I was the first out of all my friends. So son's a bit selfish, but they were all raving and having the best time of their lives. And I was just with this baby. Like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so flip side, most of my friends have got children, but... I feel that but most of my friends have got girls mm. and your son's older. Mm-hmm. So it can be a lonely experience yeah. by just the challenges that I go through, having that friend to kind of say, oh my God, you know, whatever, whatever. And them to really completely get it, yeah. get it and understand it and not be judgmental about your parenting skills or, mm, you know, people thing. might be looking at you that's thinking, oh, well, thing. I wouldn't do yeah. that yeah. or whatever. I mean, you know, Especially you're trying a young to... young mum, you get a lot yeah. of that. Well, I... Mm, yeah. Even when you get older, I still think yeah, you get, maybe, yeah, you do maybe, get it. Yeah. yeah, you do. Maybe I just felt like that when I was younger. Like, yeah. Yeah. aunties yeah, are looking at yeah. me like... Yeah. Hmm. I felt like that because I had my girls young and... Um, I just I don't know maybe if I I don't know if if I was being paranoid but mm. I felt that I was judged so mm. I kind of had to not saying that I didn't want to go to the parents evening but I made sure I was at like, every single parents even, right. evening I had notes mm. I asked questions because I didn't want my daughters to be put in that box of yeah. coming from like a single parent family mm. right and being and that kind of thing, that single yeah. parent family yeah. so yeah I kind of felt that. I was being judged a lot because I was. Um, they came from a single home. But we're winning now. You, we're winning now. Well. <laughs> do you think that made you stronger? Do you think that made you like look at your parenting style differently and really like focus and pay attention? Yeah, definitely. What do you guys think about the younger women that are nowadays having babies and stuff like that? Do you think that their morals and values are the same? And when you say younger women, like so, my goddaughter's just had a baby. She's twenty-one, and I was devastated when I found out. But now, when I see her with her, oh, it's gorgeous. Mm, She's just going to be a woman, isn't she? She's just going to grow up quicker. If you're basing it on things that we see on social media, then. I don't, that's that's completely mm. different from people that you know. Different, mm. that's different yeah. in it because I think then they will still have some of the values that are from their parents and mm-hmm. what have you. We don't know what we see. Sometimes is always not what not, the story yeah. is. Do you know what I mean? But I think that there are a lot of pressures now put on young people from all different mm. avenues. So I I sometimes get why there are certain things. I think the need for everything to be quick and now and yeah. is is mm. is quite prevalent to them. So dealing with that with a teenage boy now and trying to balance that with him to try and make him understand that, you know, you have to mm-hmm. wait for something when they're in that generation of everything is fast. Yeah, yeah. Is, is, is a... What's it called? Delayed uh, gratification or something. Apparently that works with the middle class people. Rock steady beat, watch you though. Oh, look, okay, it up, look it up, look it up. Yeah. So, okay, ladies. So I think we need to like draw it to a close. So how do you think we could bring back um, some of the core values that we find that might have been missing when our kids were growing up what did you instill in them to ensure that you know they they stayed on the straight and narrow I would say especially with a lot of the influences that we've got today 
Like, you know, what, what what did you put in place? I think that years ago, being parented by other people on the, on other by the elders on the street, that was a big part of behaving yourself. I think that the elders are probably afraid to do that now because kids don't have the same levels of respect that we had. You can tell a young boy to behave yourself and he'd be like, shut up, old man. <laughs> and he box you, box you with his bottle. Do you know what I'm saying? So True. there's a level of fear now to kind of yeah, stop. You can't, you that, can't that, just intervene. I think and it's gone. I, don't, I, I really honestly don't think that that, can come, that comes back. And I don't think that can come back. I really don't. I think that mm. it's a bit different in what you instill in your children. Like my son will still see someone on, on the and still he, he helps them. Mm. I don't, like oh. that's, but that but that yeah. comes from me. Yeah. And he said and he will mm. say like oh um, hello uncle hello auntie like mm. that all those kind of things. And I think that's what's missing the whole core values Respect. of things. It's just it's, it's just missing from some of the children. I can some say. Yeah. Um, but I can't put my finger on what that's down to though. I wouldn't say it's parenting. Because I've heard so many people that have, you know, got these kids that are in gangs and things like that. And oh, they're, yeah, they're amazing parents. Yeah. Like, they've not put a foot wrong. That's they've true. not done anything, yeah. you know, and they're still... So I, do, I don't know what the answer it's influence is. influence from yeah. just trying to possibly... What they see, what they think they see as well. Because everything, mm. what you see is, you know, you've always got to analyse something. And I don't think they do. They might see something on social media and that's what they think it is. Um, and influences from overseas like mm. America sometimes mm -hmm. well. as well a lot of things like that so um and just really forgetting what the core values and where you come from and what what is important yeah you know within your family settings and your groups and that so they can forget themselves sometimes that's very true parenting okay, well, is hard as hell isn't it it's always going to be hard mm. exactly anyone that's got any you know tips please please let us know send, on. send them in send on <laughs> And on that note, thank you very much for joining us for episode four of the 40-something. Love you loads. Keep listening. Everyone we'll say see bye. see you soon. Bye. bye. bye.